your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, it's going to be a lot of Gabe Landeskog talk. A uh, lot of things coming out yesterday about the Avs captain and the Colorado Avalanche being far apart on contract talks. Is that anything to be concerned over? We will dive in and discuss that. And it just so happened to be the day that we had Gabe Landeskog up for his season grade. So we will cross that bridge as well and see how the people of Twitter voted on Gabe Landeskog for his ABC or DRF, which I don't know why anybody would give him that, but we will talk about his season grade. And Eric Johnson did officially waive his no movement clause. And we will uh, just revisit that. I mean, it's been talked about, but we will uh, kind of talk about it because it is finalized. So all of that and then some. But before we do, I uh, just wanted to quickly say the show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room and follow the show on social media outlets. LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram, and send questions, comments, concerns, and opinions to Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com so up and down social media on tuesday it started out with the eric johnson stuff and then it slowly bled into well maybe not slowly maybe quickly it bled into the gabe landeskog talk and I, th- I think it all started with darren dreger who said on tsn that he thinks the avalanche and landeskog are very far apart right now and that's real. I mean, it did go on for a couple minutes. You can find the clip if you want to listen to it. But it did. They did go on a little bit about you know, is it really fathomable to to really see Gabe Landeskog in something other than an Avalanche sweater? And they, you know, they talk about could it happen? Could it not happen? But the main point was they're far apart. And when fans hear that statement, when fans hear their free agent and you know the captain of their team a fan favorite and the franchise are far apart panic sets in and i'm not there just yet this is what happens this is a negotiation and this is free agency this is free agency in today's sports and it's been this way for the last 20 years 20 plus years and this is how it's going to go probably forever, you have a a player who wants or is up for a new contract and you have uh, the franchise that he has played his entire career with and he has gone on record as saying, I want to finish my career here. That doesn't mean they just walk into a room, sit at a table, say, we're both in agreement that you want to be here, right? Yeah. Okay. Then, you know, here's our number and the other guy just accepts it. There is a negotiation that goes on no matter how much in agreement the two sides are that they both want this guy to play for them. Having said that, uh, nothing surprises me. I mean, in, in any sport, 
I, I have been burned so many times thinking there's no way that this guy's not going to play for that team anymore. And then what happens? He goes somewhere else. Peyton Manning is definitely one of them. I never thought I'd see Peyton Manning play somewhere other than an Indianapolis Colts uniform. Happy that, you know, the, the uniform that he did go to was a Denver Broncos one, obviously. But, uh, you know, Albert Pujols was another one. I never thought in a million years he would leave St. Louis. And I never thought St. Louis would let him leave. Uh, but, you know, when there's some guys, that the, when the money comes around, they go after the money. And whatever, it's more money than you or I will ever say in our lifetime. So uh, you, maybe sometimes you get upset because it's like you still would have made more money than you know what to do with if you just stayed put. But whatever, th- that's that. those are athletes. I don't see Gabe Landeskog as the greedy, greedy type of guy. Number one, he just doesn't seem that way. And number two, there's not much you can do in the NHL. The NHL is not like baseball. You can't just throw a blank check out there to a free agent and say, what do you want to sign for? Because we want you. Name your price. There's there's a, a science and there's math to the NHL. And I think I think they're, they're, they're trying to be fair to Landeskog. Uh, and because they know what he means to this franchise. And he has said, like I said, he said he wants to finish his career as a Colorado Avalanche. And I can guarantee you the Avalanche want him to do that. But the numbers have to add up. And I said on, on Twitter last night that, you know, Landis Gog plays on a team with Nathan McKinnon, who said in an interview, whether it happens or not, that he would take a lower number so the team would have some uh, cap space to go sign other players to help the avalanche win a team you know he said he would do that because he wants to win on this team in this city with these guys and then what we'll talk about a little bit later eric johnson just waived his no movement clause which he didn't have to do if he wanted to be a stickler and just say no i'm not doing that uh, i put that in place for this very reason he could have done that and he would have been well within his rights to do that. But he didn't. He released himself from his no movement clause. He will be available for the Seattle Kraken to pick. Nobody expects the Seattle Kraken to pick him. So what did he do? He said, go ahead. I know there's other assets on this team that you guys need to protect. And I'm going to remove myself from that equation because I fully expect to be back here next year and take part in this great roster and this great team. And you guys will be able to go protect another defender uh, that you wouldn't have been able to if I said no. So you have just those two things. You have Nathan McKinnon and you have Eric Johnson. Now, do I think Nathan McKinnon is going to take less money? No, I don't. I fully expect him to probably be making minimally $10 million when his contract is up in a couple of years. But that's not the point. The point is he said it. And the reason he said it is because he genuinely wants to win with this team. Now, do I think Gabe Landeskog is the complete opposite of those two guys? Just those two guys. There's other guys on this team that are pretty much saying the same thing. Not as far as money, just as saying, like, we have a great bunch of guys here. We know this is our window. We know we need to win. Gabe Landeskog is clearly part of that. So do I think Nathan McKinnon looks at... You know, the comments that Nathan McKinnon made and just went and saw what his best friend, Eric Johnson, did and say, that doesn't pertain to me. 
uh, I want to cash in. I don't think I don't think he's built that way. I think he wants a fair deal for himself, and I completely understand that. And I think the Avalanche understand that. I don't. He was making five. Uh, I think it was five point five or five point seven. I think it was it was five point five seven or something like that. I don't think the Avalanche are going to go backwards. I don't think they're going to offer him less money. But I don't think they are going to go like as high as like eight. I don't see that happening. I think under normal cap circumstances, maybe it would. But I think because of the flat cap um, and kind of being under some really tough cap times. And I've said this before. Maybe they're they, the best they can do is like seven. But the problem is, you know, there's another team out there that will definitely throw the extra million or million and a half at Landeskog. So then it will it'll basically come to, you know, do I want to take the the hometown discount to to go win a Stanley Cup? And I know I can do that with this team. Or do I want to go chase the money? Whatever he wants to do is whatever his decision is, but I, I just don't I don't see him being the type of guy saying, I am going to chase money. I genuinely think he likes it in Colorado. He loves his teammates. That's a special locker room. And I don't think you just walk away from that. So where they are right now, when, like I said, when you hear the term, they're far apart, it doesn't scare me right now. Uh, it, it's not very far in the future where if they're still very far apart, then it might scare me. A couple weeks from now, it might it might, but uh, these things can happen quickly. And a lot of people are throwing out the Miko Rantanen thing, and they were far apart, you know. And, and they eventually came together. Like that is true, uh, and and that's 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 a negotiation timeline. It's what happens when when you're a player, you are going to shoot for the moon and get the absolute most that you can hope to get. And then the team comes and kind of dashes that. And they're like, there's no way we can do that. But this is where we stand. And then you slowly start whittling away. I'm not worried right now. Today. If you're listening to this on the day it was released, that is July 14th. July 14th, I'm not too nervous. Come, We'll, we'll revisit this in an, another couple weeks. And if the terms are still, they're so far away, then we can get a little nervous. But I'm not there yet. But I will say what I said before. Crazier things have happened. Could they remain far apart? Absolutely they could. But I just think like this is a a match made in heaven, in hockey heaven, and they will figure out a way to get this done. That's how I feel today. Could totally change. All right. Let's uh, we're gonna hear from a couple sponsors and then get to Gabe Landeskog's season grade, and uh, you know <laughs> it, it's not surprising on how it went uh, because the the people of of the Colorado Avalanche fan base love their captain. So, uh, but we're gonna talk about sponsors of the day, and one of them is the Spotify Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you are in, you can talk with me, other fans, sometimes athletes are on there, uh, in real time about your favorite team or sports. I host a green room for the Locked on Avalanche show Thursdays, Thursday nights, 
usually between 9.30 and 10 o'clock Eastern time. So download the app, create your account, follow the show on the app, or follow me on Twitter because when the room goes live, it gets pushed to there, and then you just click a button, and then you're in. And you can join me in on the conversation. If you're shy and you don't really want to be live and talk to me in person, or at least through a computer, uh, you can just join the chat. The chat room is always uh, active and fun. These green rooms are a lot of fun. Uh, If you listen to the episodes or talk to the people on social media who join them, they're a ton of fun. So, uh, yeah, download the Green Room app. It's available for iOS devices, and it is available for Android as well. But I don't think the chat function is working yet on there, hopefully soon. Uh, Create a profile, link to your Twitter, and then just start following shows and following leagues. Uh, It's a pretty cool app. So we will see you in the Green Room. It's changing the way that we talk sports. Also brought to you by Built Bar and the limited time flavor. It's the Grasshopper Cookie. I think that that was going to be available from July 6th to 9th. They extended it a little bit. I don't know if if it is today, but go check out BuiltBar.com. If it still is, grab it because it's going to be gone very soon, if not already. And if it is gone, you still can get many of the other awesome flavors that they have over at Built Bar, such as coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, Salted caramel, cookies and cream, German chocolate, tons of flavors. They're all great. And if you haven't tried them, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy as well. They have 19 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off of your order. Once again, that promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And that helps us flow nicely into the season grade for Gabe Landeskog. And to review, let me get his stats up here. The thing with Landeskog is just he he's just consistent. When you bring up his uh, game logs through throughout the year, you you just see twos and ones all over the place. And there's there was only two times throughout the year he had a five game pointless streak uh, in February, and then he kind of ended with one. I think with a four game. Uh, yeah, right in, when when May came around, and we know the season ended middle of May. But other than that. He, it's just he's just consistent and and when you play on that top line you know if you want to say he benefits from that then say he benefits from that but he he does dirty work and that's the thing you have to love about Gabe Landeskog he is not afraid of anything and you know in in the the playoffs the the Vegas series you know we keep going back to that saying like nobody really did anything i mean he had two assists in that but i mean did he not set the tone in the St. Louis Blues series by getting into that fight with Braden Shen. He uh, that that was going into that series and going into the playoffs. When everybody's talking about each team, the the, the strengths and the weaknesses, people knew that St. Louis were was they were going to come at the Avalanche physically and they did. And Gabe Landeskog put a stop to that right away. Uh, well, I don't want to say he put a stop to it, but he let them know we know you're going to play a rough game and we can return the favor. 
And uh, if it was just like, you know, uh, pulling and tugging and nobody really got a good shot in and just sending the, a type of message type of fight. Uh, but he knocked the crap out of Shen. <laughs> and, you know, the, the Connor McGahee uh, call on that is, is still a classic. It's still my ringtone. Uh, it, uh, that to, to start a, a, a playoff that way. I mean, I was by myself watching that, but I could hear avalanche fans from coast to coast, just st- jumping off of their couch and plotting Gabe Landeskog. So on top of the points, uh, that's what he brings to you. Yeah. He's your captain. So uh, what do you have? 20 goals, 32 assists on the season for 52 points uh, in 54 games. So just shy of a, a point per game. And, and that's been what he's done for the past few seasons. You know, in your, in your big three went one, two, three for your team in points with uh, Miko number one, then Nathan number two, and then Landeskog number number three. He is that guy that like, I mean, in our opinion, he's an all-star. But I think because he's playing with McKinnon and Rantanen and McCarr now, he's kind of that guy that's like the lost star, uh, not within Avalanche fans, but maybe around the league. He Maybe he gets lost and he doesn't get thrown into the conversation with, you know, the, the I want to say the better guys of the league, but the more consistent guys of the league. I think because he's just overshadowed by so much of what the Avalanche have. But in avalanche circles, they know how important he is to this team. So uh, as far as the vote went, I think that kind of uh, was evident in the vote. Uh, You did have 1% say D or F. You did have 1% say C. But 30% said B. And 69% said A. So a solid A for Gabe Landeskog. I'm right there with him. Uh, Yeah, he's... I don't, I don't really like have, it's so weird. Like as I've gotten older, like I've kind of gotten away from saying like so-and-so is a favorite player of mine. Uh, but he's definitely one of them. He's a guy that you just root for. He's a guy that when he's out there, you just, you feel, well, you feel comfortable because you know, he he's, he's going to give you a tremendous shift. But when that line gains possession of the puck and they can get into the offensive zone and do their thing. You, you, you just feel good about any three of them making a play. And more often than not, he's involved in it because he will mix it up in the high danger zones. He get, he deflects pucks. He gets in the way he gets rebounds. He doesn't have the, the greatest shot in the world, but that's not his game. His game is, is cleaning up and, you know, mixing it up in front in the net front and, and doing his, his job that way. And he doesn't have the greatest speed in the world either. Uh, but he, he, he's just, a a tough guy to move off the puck. Um, and when he's playing that way and when, when, you know, you have Nathan McKinnon doing the speed thing and you have Miko Ranton and he, he's got enough speed and Landis Cog is, is the grunt. He does the grunt work of that line. And then, you know, sure I'm being biased, but that's the greatest line in hockey in my opinion. So I want to keep that together. And I think he does too. I think he knows uh, what he has with this line and with this team. Um, getting to some of the comments here, Alan, uh, Alan Kosman, you know, Alan, little fire boy, 87. He definitely had a good season, almost a point uh, per game average. 
Of course, he stood up for the team uh, time and time again. He's a huge part of this team on the ice and in the locker room. Definitely an A. Seth at Hercules 011 played 54 regular season games in the past two seasons and put up eight more points this year uh, in a season that was really condensed and had two COVID stoppages. Very true. Uh, that shows the heart and determination that is needed from a captain. It would be a mistake if the abs don't bring him back. Let's not think about that too much right now, Seth. I get it, but I don't, I, I don't want to think about, about him not being an abs sweater right now. Uh, Jordan G abs fan 2909 without question. I gave Landy an a, he's a very crucial part of the core and the leader of this team and a calming influence in the locker room on the ice. He does it all. He has, he had a very good season. I expect he will sign a new deal with the abs. No doubt about it. Yeah. I think, you know, from, from a, a leadership standpoint, he's, I, he is, he kind of toes that line between like the quiet confidence guy and the like rah, rah captain. Let's, you know, everybody like, let's all sing Kumbaya. Like he's not that guy. He doesn't go that like too far on either one of those sides. He kind of like walks that line of being a player's captain and they, they, I, I, I love that. I love how he, I love how he plays his captaincy. So, uh, Fenir Vargar, sorry, Fenir, if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I always do because when you post and I I say the name, you usually correct me. So please correct me again. He didn't give a grade, but I love the gift or or the gift. He just put up a captain did work and it's just the gif of Landis Cog doing push-ups on the ice, which is awesome. Um, and finally, Leslie Adams just said, grade A and a gif of Landis Cog just throwing, I think that's Garland, just to the ice. So there you go. We love our captain. And uh, we're going to be talking about this now because that clip is out there now, like I said, with these so far apart. So this will be the... A focus, not the focus, because there's so much going on uh, with the Avs, and and we're gonna start seeing stuff. You know, they heard the Minnesota Wild; they're gonna be in cap hell in a couple years. Uh, but you know, not, this is the week where things are gonna start happening. You're gonna see, uh, you know, maybe some trades, but you're gonna see signings. You're gonna see people let go. Like things are now happening in the NHL, and you know, when you get this little sound bite, not that it's little. Uh, you're, people are going to want to know every single day now what's the latest with Gabe Landeskog situation. And sometimes there might not be anything. That doesn't mean we have to force it that there is something. So, all right. And then the last bit we're going to get to is the Eric Johnson waiving of the no movement clause. But first, we're going to hear from BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball's in full swing. And you can track all of the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. So before the next pick, no, before the next pitch, or maybe before the next pick, because I'm pretty sure you can bet on the the drafts as well. So yeah, before the next pick, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. And check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams make their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And when you do, 
you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. It's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So we all assumed it was going to happen. We heard the rumors, and it was official that Eric Johnson has waived his no movement clause. And in effect, he will be up for the taking. If the Seattle Kraken want to select a 30, what is he, 34 years old defender making $6 million against the cap, coming off a season-long injury, uh, I'm just saying that in case Kraken fans are watching and want a reason to not pick him because we don't want him to go either. So uh, it, it, it's, it was expected, and I think this will solidify the Avalanche going the 7-3-1 route when it comes to who they are going to protect for the expansion draft with seven forwards, with three defenders, and with one goaltender. Now, the forwards, for the most part, I think we know who they are. The last one could be uh, any combination of three guys. Uh, but now with Johnson doing this and waving his his claws, uh, I think it's pretty much set in stone that it's going to be McCarr, Gerard, and Taves. And, you know, this something that we had been talking about pretty much all season long and not knowing who that, I, I guess, you know, what the forwards are going through right now and how I just said it's kind of who, who's up for that last spot to get protected kind of was that way for the defenders at the beginning of the season because you knew McCarr would be. I think the majority of us assumed Gerard would be. Uh, and then the last one was, okay, well, if Johnson doesn't waive it, you know, that answers your question. Uh, but if he does, is it Graves or is it Taves? And that's why you let the season play out because I think without a doubt it is Devon Taves. So, uh, th- and we're also in the, the buyout period. And clearly, you know, Minnesota knows that. And... Uh, Parise and Suter are are no longer Minnesota Wild, and man, that that was a shock for a number of reasons. But you look at what they're going to be paying in, in dead cap money in a couple years. That it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, I, I'm not sure why they did that. But I, and I don't follow the Wild like I do the Avalanche. Clear. Maybe there's a reason. I don't know. Um, but the Avalanche are not going to do that with Eric Johnson. They're not going to buy him out. They want him to come back. Uh, they're okay paying him $6 million. And how many more years does he have that for? I didn't know if it was two or three. It's uh, two more years he's got that for. So they're okay with him, you know, paying him that for, for this year. And we'll see what happens next year. But th- I think that just goes to show how much they, they want him back, that they're not going to do a buyout for him. And uh, what Eric Johnson thinks about this franchise, you know, he wants to he wants to win a cup, and I think he knows he's in a good spot. If they could renegotiate, maybe they would go down that road. But the Avalanche maybe feel like, hey, he's our alternate captain. He's meant a lot to this franchise, and we got to pay him some money. Uh, it's a lot of money to be paying someone who hasn't been on the ice a lot last year. So, uh, but I mean, I remember for bubble hockey, if you guys remember, like he. For, for that small training camp, he was maybe the best one out there. 
in the training camp. And I know it's training camp, but he looked fantastic. And even for this season's training camp, he kind of picked up where he left off in the playoffs or the training camp playoffs, I should say. But people were people were thinking like, wow, like he looks like he got younger. I don't know what to expect going into next season for him. But uh, clearly the Avalanche feel like th- that he he still has it. And uh, <laughs> again, like I said earlier in the show, nothing surprises me. Is it possible the, the Kraken would be like, okay, we'll take a, uh, a veteran defenseman with a $6 million cap hit? I think that's the sticking point. I think that's how the Avalanche know the Kraken aren't going to take him is that dollar amount. If that was cut in half, maybe you might say like, yeah, it's still not a definite, but I can see the Kraken looking his way. But with $6 million against the cap for for Johnson, uh, I don't see Seattle going after him. So I think this solidifies, like I said, the 7-3-1. And And, uh, to kind of bring it back from the beginning, this is an unselfish move. It's an unselfish move by uh, a fan favorite. And uh, I think that's what this team is built on. And even though, you know, the the main point of today's episode with, with Gabe Landeskog, even though you hear something like they are are far apart, uh, I, I think I think Gabe Landeskog is kind of cut from that same cloth of what Eric Johnson did and what Gabe Landeskog said, or excuse me, what Nathan McKinnon said he would do. Only time will tell. But this is uh, right now is where it it gets interesting with all the moves. And uh, like I said, Saturday we'll know. Well, we won't know. I I don't know when we'll know. But we should know soon because the the players have to be in on who the teams are protecting by Saturday. But let me know what you guys think because this is an interesting time for Avalanche fans. I think, you know, we were all thinking it wouldn't be a problem at all to get Gabe Landeskog re-signed. I think there was even some talk before the season even started they were they were already having discussion and when the season started they kind of toned down which is normal but you would you thought eh, when the season's over it'll pick right back up and right now it doesn't seem to be that way but again i'm not panicking are you let me know locked on avalanche at gmail.com or get a hold of me on social media but that's going to be it for today everybody thanks for tuning in and definitely if anything happens any updates we will be talking about it for tomorrow's episode so thank you everybody for tuning in it's always appreciated we'll see you guys tomorrow here's joby go abs go